genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one really beautiful piece of score at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm an eternal Howard Shore stan. <laughs> Norman Mitchell. I mean, same. And joining us again today, we have Scott Corelli. Hi. Hello. Yay. Um, Excited to be here for when the hobbits die on the mountain. Oh, no. <laughs> that's what happens right i've never when seen they get movie. hit by one of those fireballs from the background from last minute <laughs> i just assume they just die like they just they just they just don't make it have i have i told the story on mike where i tricked my sister into believing there was a fourth lord of the rings movie because she fell asleep halfway through the third and she we convinced her for years that frodo died i think you mentioned it before yeah? <laughs> oh no <laughs> Right, because who has time to check? Right, but anyway. these movies are twelve hours long altogether. <laughs> yeah, because we were watching them all in one night, and she fell asleep halfway through the third one. She's like, "What happens? Does Frodo die?" And we we're like, "Yeah, dude." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> sure does. Um, but anyway, today we're talking about minute two hundred three, which starts with the orc army approaching, um, mm-hmm. and it ends with Gimli saying, "Never thought I'd." Never thought I would. Mm. I don't know. I don't know either. What could he be talking about? We'll find out tomorrow. (laughs) God. Never thought I'd fall in love on this journey. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, basically. Um, So most of this minute is uh, Frodo. It's just Frodo struggling. Clawing his way up a mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally, mm-hmm. literally clawing his awesome. way up the mountain. He just, he just needs to get there. He's trying so hard. I um, since we just reread recently the chapter in which this happens, the the Frodo and Sam bits. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you? I mean, I know it's more um dramatic to have them like just moseying up some like the side of it not moseying but you know what i mean by struggling to physically climb this mountain yeah yeah why didn't they just like put the road on there i don't know the road that he spends like 200 like, words describing like half of oh. a page yeah i thought you were talking about i thought you were talking about the road starring vigo mortensen oh. no 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 no, no. Dude, Tol- no tolkien spends half of a page describing the road from barador to the cracks of doom yeah oh a three-league-long wow. road for Sauron's personal use. Yeah, why? And on they, a page with twenty-four capitalized like, nouns. They like use it, so it's not like. <laughs> but no, I I understand. It's more dramatic. Yes, it, it heightens the tension. Also, we wouldn't mm. see see Elijah Wood struggling so hard. Mm-hmm. Which is the struggle cinema. is real, cats. I guess he was climbing climbing <laughs> up a mountain with safety wires on because he could have fallen. To well. 
injury, probably. This is a very reckless couple of weeks. Yes. As as far as the mm-hmm. production of this goes. Right. He's an actor, not a mountain climber. Yeah. Carl Urban just does a Bones impression on set. Though, haha. Though Sean Bean like climbed a mountain himself. Because he because he didn't want to, to go up the helicopter. helicopter yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sean Bean is like, I'm not getting in that thing. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's a death trap. <laughs> I've seen enough of my movies. I know how I go. Right? It's just so funny to me. Sean Bean's like, ah, I don't like heights. No way. I'm just going to climb up a mountain. <laughs> I'm just going to climb the mountain in the morning. I'll, I'll see you guys at the set. I'll be on time. Don't worry. Oh, my God. Just climbing a mountain in Boromir gear. Getting into character. What a man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the score in this minute is incredibly beautiful. I think it's underrated. Yeah. It's uh, mm-hmm. Peter Jackson says it's his favorite piece of score in the whole trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really good. I like how reminiscent it is of the Shire without being the Shire theme mm-hmm. at all. Yes. Because mm-hmm. it would have been really easy to use the version of the Shire theme here. Yes. Yeah. And we've heard Howard Shore, Shore uh, uh, reuse pieces of music that he shouldn't be reusing um, in inappropriate ways in the <laughs> Hobbit trilogy. So that's not a good idea. But right. uh, I, I, I really, I like this here. Uh, I like it's sort of like um, like an ironic kind of motif because it's like kind of like you know like happy and nice. And this is not like a happy and nice moment, but it's the thing that's motivating him. You know, mm-hmm. so that's good. Yeah, I don't know. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's, really it's a good. really inspiring, like twenty seconds of score. I um, I don't mm-hmm. think it's quite as happy and nice as the actual Shire theme is, though. Like, um, I think it um conveys different things. Mm-hmm. Well, the, yeah, because the Shire theme is supposed to convey just like comfort and quaintness. Yeah. But the but it's used in places to be inspirational in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Or in the movie. Usually when Sam is saying something. Yeah, the Shire theme plays over Sam dialogue a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But this this piece of music is just so completely inspirational in its tone to me. And mm-hmm. then the notes don't fail. It, it, the score doesn't stop as Frodo starts to fail, which I think is a really interesting thing about the score in this minute. Mm-hmm. Like the score doesn't stop immediately when Frodo puts his head down and seems to be giving up. Yeah, that music continues. Mm-hmm. It's because because the musical is uh, the mu- the music bits is sort of like it's meant to inspire hope, I think. And mm-hmm. and you know you're watching him fall, but the music is continuing because you're you're still supposed to have hope. The way that Aragorn has hope that they're going to make it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that's yeah, hundred percent. I think that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. It, it's to mm-hmm. cue you in that you shouldn't give up yet, even if Frodo has. Mm-hmm. But man, is he struggling? Yeah, they're good little hobbits, these two. <sighs> yeah, Sam yeah. is just laying there while Frodo continues to climb. <laughs> He's just laying belly up for a little I, bit. Um, I think that's a really interesting um, shift in their portrayal thus far, because like Sam. We've always like Sam has always been like the one that's like, you know, like, oh, we got to keep going like, you know, one yeah. more step. Um, but I think since he's acknowledged, well, I mean, like he helps Frodo at the end of um, um, when they're when Sauron isn't looking at them, like he helps him to his feet and everything. Yeah. But I think like it's also. 
it's I think it's important that Frodo still has hope in this moment. Yeah, even if it's about to go away for him. Yes. Um, and then Sam's there to pick up the slack. Yeah, quite literally. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. And then we, we come back out to the army and we see the shot of Pippin pulling his sword out. And Mary and, and Pippin both kind of look a little scared and pensive. Uh-huh. Unsure. Aemer is just looking around like, well, I guess this is it. He doesn't exactly look scared or anxious, just kind of, okay, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is Aemer's default mode, is this might as well happen. <laughs> this is happening, and I'm angry about it. Yeah. <laughs> gonna be gonna be a grumpy boy. It's like, oh, it was a good good long reign, says the King of Rohan. <laughs> <laughs> a good, good week. <laughs> now who's left in charge? Well, we don't see Gambling here. Maybe he sent him back to Rohan. I don't know. Dude, Gambling's dead. I feel it in my soul. Gambling lives. I'm sad. Well, okay, so... A- from Aimer's point of view, like, he knows his sister is going to survive. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's fine. Or he hopes so. Yeah, he might as well die here, I guess. He also knows this is a suicide mission because he was in the throne room. Yes, yeah. He's made peace with that on the the horse ride the here. journey, yeah. Yeah. God, I love Aimer so much. It's just like, well, the new king of Gondor riled up Sauron, dragged us all out here to die. Gave a nice speech. Good job. And now we're being surrounded. And now we're surrounded. Time to die. Cool. Okay. Right. I'm going to go find a nice big ogre to die fighting. <laughs> yeah, I... Because they're outnumbered like 10 to 1. Uh, easily. Easily. Yeah, that's... uh. Every one of these humans has to kill a lot of orcs to like right. this, make this happen. This donut of pain. <laughs> Jesus. I guess the the donut of peace actually it's it's a it's a peaceful place for now. Yeah. Just this nice bare patch of land between the two armies. Um 52 seconds in I like these two like trolls just chilling on the top of the gate. Yeah. <laughs> I've never noticed yeah. those guys before. They're just hanging out. They're the guys that open the gate. They're not for fighting. No. For working. There's probably some orcs up there too that are just like I'm not getting involved. Yeah. Well there are. There's some on the other side. Yeah. On top of the p- opened part of the gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just, you know, not not my job. Outside my pay grade. They gotta watch the, the gate when yeah. it's not open. Just a simple troll. I only exist to be a beast of burden. Oh, I am mm. but a simple troll. I am no warrior. <laughs> Don't make me feel bad about the trolls. <laughs> He's got a family at home. No! Just supporting them with Norman. pay from the black gate. How dare you? It's a living. Even if it's a meager one. But it's not honest work. Exactly. (laughs) Is it? No, it's not. (laughs) I I mean, opening the gate, that's pretty honest work. He's not not, for Sauron. Yeah, they're opening for Sauron. That's not honest work. I just pull a lever. (laughs) It's like the engineers on the Death Star. Are they culpable? Yes, they are. Yes. Face Nazis. Yes, I know. Yes, <laughs> everyone workers. on the Death Star is culpable. <laughs> the construction workers. It's that conversation from Clerks. The construction workers yeah, are, no. yes. Where yes, the guys just like culpable. every construction worker know what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, make me feel bad about the trolls. I, I mean, the orcs and trolls are pretty much all slave labor. I don't know how culpable some of these guys are. Yeah, that's true. But 
still. Some of them enjoy it very much. Yes, they do. Especially well, Jerry, the most, special inspector. Most of them enjoy it very much, which is where the problem is. You don't have any, like, orc defectors. No. Exactly. There's no There's no good orcs that came to join the side of, of Gondor or anything. Yeah. Which it's would a, have been really cool. It's Come a missed on. opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, I don't know. There's only so much to talk about about him, like, struggling up the mountain. Yeah. The lighting's good. Watching him struggle is, is, a, is, is a good moment. Makeup's good. Mm-hmm. I, Amor has the best facial expression in this minute, though, for sure. It's so good the way he just sweeps across. He's just, I don't know. Man. We like his face. We like his face in this theater podcast. Right? I mean, you'd always use more Carl Urban. Mm-hmm. Even in bad movies, like Chronicles of Riddick. Don't mm. you like that movie? I, I will say it's bad, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like a lot of bad movies. I know. I'm aware. I have a, a, a veritable cornucopia of them on the, the DVD shelf. It comes with the territory, I guess. Yeah. Has has Carl Urban ever not made something that he was in better for being in it? I don't think so. I don't think no. so. He always makes I it I think better. that's one of his magic powers. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. A bunch of the people in these in these movies have that power, I think. Carl Urban, Sean Bean, David Wenham, Miranda Otto. Mm. They just make things better because they're really good. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. <laughs> you don't need to say Ian McKellen. We should just know. Ah. I see. <laughs> He's been around a long time. John Reese Davies too. Yes. I'm so mad the line gets cut off. Yeah. Mm. Oh well. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We will. It's kind of a short Wednesday, I guess. It's fine. But <laughs> So it's it's transitional. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, um, we're all from the website duelinggenre.com. You can check us out there. Check out some of the other dueling genre movies by minute podcasts. Uh, we plugged three of them on Monday. Um, go listen to them if you haven't yet. We've been mm-hmm. talking about them for like 600 episodes. So like, <laughs> right? All the other go forth and do the thing. Yeah, busy little bees, and now, now Scott isn't anymore for uh-huh. a while. Jealous. Oh boy, it's real nice. <laughs> I just oh. imagine you in like a Hawaiian shirt with like sunglasses, little pina colada, and like and a, a coconut. yeah, like a margarita. <laughs> Hey, 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 listen, if you could if you could see my uh, my closet right now, you would see uh, one Hawaiian shirt for every day of the week. So. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Retirement. What a lifestyle. Yes, I know. (laughs) Hey, man, we're millennials. That's the only retirement we're going to get. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. if you had one of those tiny little apartment balconies, you just lay out it on a lawn chair with some zinc on your nose. Wearing your Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I finally retired from my hobby. <laughs> oh my God. Now I, I only have to work. You're right. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, that's over a thousand episodes um, just for Scott's shows. Mm-hmm. So you have so a if you lot like, to mm-hmm. listen to. Right. If you like Scott's voice, go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> but we'll be back tomorrow thanks everybody for listening have a good wednesday Bye. bye bye